Well, it is Wednesday. It means it's another edition of our WeatherWise podcast. It is Wednesday, May 18th. Cannot believe that. I believe Memorial Day is next weekend. It's coming. I, I'm meteorologist Lynn Haynes, and today I have with me Chief Meteorologist Rich Wardzik. Well, this is our first podcast That's together. Right. I'm excited. Very exciting. It's been a very exciting uh, first two weeks for you here at the lots station. Of lots of weather. So that's what we're really going to be talking about with this podcast. Just recapping what we saw Monday evening. I mean, Tuesday was the first day we finally had some nice, calm, Actual sunny. Actual nice weather. Like right? to go out for, so you can go explore the area. Right. In. Right. We're finally, <laughs> we're finally there because I think we were on a stretch of about 12 days of like bleh weather yes. that yeah. nobody wanted to go outside for. So happy with that. Um, I won't give it away yet. I'll talk about the end of the podcast, but we're heating things up at the end of this week. Before we get there, we have to talk about what we saw Monday. It was our first um, real day this spring that we did see a considerable amount of severe thunderstorm warnings in effect for Delmarva, for the area, and that is a tribute to a cold front that was passing through Delmarva. We were forecasting it since last week. But it was, I believe, Sunday where we finally saw the enhanced risk for much of the area. Right. Uh, and that, that risk that you're talking about, that on a scale of 0 to 5, mm -hmm. that's a 3. Mm -hmm. And for Delmarva, specifically Delmarva, that's, that's kind of high for us. It um, is, especially this time of year. But I always say when we talk about severe weather season is spring is this transition season where we see like cold front, warm front, all these frontal systems moving through the area helping us get to the summer months, right. but we have to get through that severe weather aspect first with these low pressure systems impacting us. So we saw this cold front moving through the area. When we talk about severe weather, we need the limbs. So the cold front, that was the lifting measure that we needed. We had the instability because of that, but it was humid outside it on Monday. It was really humid. It, and our dew points were running in the 70s, and you've probably out there, you've heard us use that term. You hear weather yeah. people use that term all the time, dew points, and anytime they get into the 70s. We talk about the 70s. Mm. That's that's the amount of literally water in the air. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of water. That's a lot of humidity. Mm -hmm. And we had widespread 70s uh, dew points across the area. That was the fuel, or at least mm -hmm. the major fuel needed for the storms to develop. And of course, the sun coming out. That was yes. another a aspect. Yep. You talk about how, what was a 12 day straight where it seemed mm -hmm. like we couldn't buy more than a few hours of sunshine. Mm -hmm. Well, when you add in all that humidity plus some sun, that those two ingredients together, it's kind of a combustible situation. And we had that. It was almost uh, like gasoline and just waiting for the match mm -hmm. to be thrown on it. And we saw that with the storms developing during the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was driving out to Tillman Island. I don't know if you've been there yet. Yes. It's about an hour and a half away from here. And in Salisbury Monday morning, I was like, oh, we're actually having that sunshine here. But then my head, I was like, oh, we're actually having this sunshine here. Yeah. I drove out to Tillman Island. I was like, oh, it's a little cloudy out here. Maybe, you know, like Dorchester, Talbot County, they won't really see a whole lot because they really had this good cloud layer. Well, three hours later when I'm leaving to come back to Salisbury, walk outside the restaurant, sun is shining. <laughs> and I said, oh no, right. this is gonna be more fuel for the fire because I mean, I could feel the humidity. I could feel the moisture in my air. My hair definitely felt it yesterday on a Monday. And then we had the sunshine. So not only was it humid, it was warm outside. During the morning show, we were already at like 100% humidity. Temperatures, dew points, same during right. the morning show. And 
when I saw that, I already know, well, like walking out my door at two o'clock in the morning, I said, it is humid outside already. And then it warmed up and we saw those temperatures in the 80s for our highs. But then it was right before the news hour, I would say about like three, four o'clock is when we really saw those storms begin to fire up the first line of showers and storms moving through Delmarva. Right. And <clears throat> it was it was um, when we talk about these severe weather events, any part of the country, you when you drill down to the local level, it really it depends on timing and mm -hmm. sometimes if you have active weather that develops to the north or to the south earlier in the day that can inhibit development in your locale maybe because the clouds associated mm -hmm. with those storms filter over top of you and it keeps your temperature down and you end up not seeing too much severe weather well maybe somebody two hours away does it looked like that's where we were going mm -hmm. on monday if you remember storms were firing to the north there were severe thunderstorm mm -hmm. watches there were storms firing to the south there's severe thunderstorm watches but right here in del marva we had no watch mm -hmm. but that sun that you talked about in the afternoon it, it was almost the timing wise worked out where there's two clusters of storms away mm -hmm. from us once they started moving away from us it was kind of our turn and mm -hmm. we saw that round of storms develop in fact it was really unique what happened it was one storm in, in particular, a supersol uh, yeah. essentially, that developed in the DC area and it tracked all the way. And for those of you who listen out there aren't familiar with the DC area, that's about uh, you know two hour, two hour, mm -hmm. 15 minute drive from Salisbury here in the Delmarva. This storm, individual thunderstorm developed, tracked across the Chesapeake Bay and right through um, the Eastern shore of Maryland, through Delaware, Sussex County and exited off the coast. and. For a supercell storm to do that, to travel that far, that's actually very unique and rare, if you will, mm -hmm. for this part of the country to have that happen. And that's what we saw on Monday. And I believe that was the storm that brought that hail yes. to parts of Dorchester County. And that's where we saw a lot of um, storm reports from our viewers. So you tell me a little bit about what viewers were sending in to you. Well, we started when the storm came across the bay and went through downtown Cambridge. Um, it, it didn't take very long for us to start to get a few of these photos coming in. Um, at first, it was just messages I saw on Twitter. People were talking about the hail. And I know that the Weather Service was putting out mm. some wording in their warnings, mentioning not only the risk for high winds, which we see in severe mm. thunderstorm warnings, but um, that risk for large hail. And when they were putting those, those updated warnings out, the, the real-time reports that were coming across were matching that as this was happening. So you know that that was kind of a fluid situation. And that's also indicative of a storm that's continuing to grow. Usually when we watch storms come across the bay, the cooler bay waters this time of the year tend to weaken storms. Mm -hmm. It was not the case with this storm. And it partly because it was moving so quickly, it got back over land mm -hmm. and started to take advantage of the heat here. But the reports we were seeing with the hail, they were growing. First it was nickel-sized hail, then we saw quarter to ping pong ball-sized hail and golf ball-sized hail. And then I saw a particular um, picture come out of Linkwood, which is just a few miles outside of downtown Cambridge, where uh, a guy showed, you know, in his hand a, a, a hailstone that was between golf ball and borderline mm -hmm. baseball size. It, it took up there. the palm of his hand right. really in the photo. Yeah, and, and kind of felt bad for him because the next photo he sends us is the trunk of his car, and it looked like yeah. somebody took a hammer to the, the yeah. you know, to the uh, trunk in his car, and unfortunately, that's what happened next. We started seeing photos and videos coming in of siding on people's houses being completely destroyed mm -hmm. um, because the hail was so large. Um, I also saw one video where a guy was uh, showing the back window of his car was blown out because of the, the hail that was so large. So we were seeing that and it was all concentrated in that area just mm -hmm. outside of Cambridge. 
um, in Dorchester County, East Newmarket, Linkwood, with, again, that particular one storm, mm -hmm. supercell that was tracking across. And I mean, I've even seen reports on Tuesday morning on Twitter of other meteorologists in the area reporting that they're receiving um, feedback from viewers in Sussex County saying that their roofs of their homes, um, their cars, the windows are broken in from the hail. So it right. was really powerful and we'll see some rebuilding of the areas over the next couple of days. And this storm that happened or these storms out that happened on Monday night are following up that coastal flooding and beach erosion that we saw last weekend. Right. So speaking of this stretch of unsettled weather, the beaches also did receive the strong cold front moving through the area on Monday. So that's been quite active here on Delmarva. A true meteorologist welcome, you could say, to the yeah, Eastern thank Shore. You. <laughs> so you've covered a lot. Right. Um, what was also astonishing is the viewer photos that we received of people who were um, after the storm, you know, rainbows are out, the sun's starting to peek through the clouds, right. and it was really the calm after the storm, you could say, last night, once they finally moved out of the area. Right, and you see those, too, um, in the weather world. After some of the worst weather, you get some of the best pictures in behind the weather, and that's mm. very typical for us to see that. And there were sh great shots of rainbows, double rainbows, with the sunlight coming out behind this, this supercell, this storm as it was mm -hmm. moving out. Um, and usually the stronger the thunderstorm, the more defined the back edge of it is. Mm -hmm. So you literally go from dark cloud to bright mm -hmm. skies. And when you have that sun shining through the rain that's still falling in the back edge of the storm, mm -hmm. you get some really, really awesome looking rainbow pictures. And you're mm -hmm. right, we're seeing that across the area. So. And speaking of pictures and um, especially weather pictures that we want to see, you and I were talking about before right. we started the podcast, was you can always send in your photos or videos to us at weather at 47abc.com or even better, tag us on your Facebook post or you can send them to our 47ABC Storm Team Facebook page. Um, we all have access to that, Ulysses as well, so we can all see that there. If you have storm reports, if you saw hail in your yard and you're measuring it, let us know what you saw in your yard. We would love to have that information, especially during um, the severe weather season we're having now and with hurricane season approaching. We are not immune to hurricanes. We do, right. we do get tropical weather here. So those are also some great pictures, not condoning you going outside during severe Yo, we weather. We want you to stay safe. I want you to right. stay safe. <laughs> but, you know, maybe like your ring doorbell got a great video of something. So send that to us. We'd too. love to see any we of that. We would love to see that. So that covers um, recapping what we saw on Monday. Something I wanted to touch on was Another weather welcome to Rich here is that it's going to be hot this weekend. Beach weather, right? Beach weather. I'm looking forward yeah, to that. Yeah, it'll be nice. Do you like Ocean City, Assateague, the Delaware beaches? Where are you heading? So I'm, you know, I'm a fan of all of them. You know, I, I, it's sometimes I typically, you know, I'll drive to maybe the Delaware beaches. Mm. I'll go to Rehoboth or Dewey and then find my way down to Ocean City, hang out there for lunch or something, and then you know, maybe end the day in Ch uh, Chincoteague or something Perfect. like that. So um, I'm a big driver. I like to drive yes. around and hang out in different spots and make the day of it, you know. Well, we'll have to so. go to Assateague this summer. That's my favorite place I'd on love to Del go. Marva. Yeah. Um, my dog thinks he's a horse. He thinks he's one of the horses. <laughs> so he likes to run yeah. alongside of them. But it's going to be hot this weekend. The beaches, of course, they'll be one of the cooler places. I say cooler, but still in the low to mid 80s. So it's still hot, especially if it's going to be hot and humid right that's what we're seeing right now is humidity will be on the rise but saturday for inland delmarva 
could be our first 90, 90 degree, degree day. day of the year. So I just wanted to go over a few heat safety tips really quick, making sure that you're staying hydrated, making sure you have that air conditioning on because again, heat and humidity, nobody wants their house to be feeling stuffy and that can be dangerous on its own. Checking on your neighbors, especially the elderly, making sure they're doing okay. And you're a pet parent, I'm a pet parent. Your pets probably stay inside a little bit more than mine, mine do. I try, that's the key, at least. I've got cats. Uh, they want to go outside, but, you know, they're they're not allowed. They, they need to stay inside. But, but I have a dog, and I do have to walk, and that's the luxury of owning a that's horse, right. a miniature horse. <laughs> so something I always do is I'll start showing it probably towards the end of this week is my dog walking graphic with the heat because when it's even like 77 degrees outside and sunny, it can feel like we're in the upper 90s on the asphalt. Best thing to do is take the back of your hand for about seven seconds if it's too hot for you, too hot for your four-legged friend. So it's something to think about. Maybe though this That's weekend we'll see pools opening up a little bit early on. For I've, people I've to heard some heat. chatter about that, some local pools even. Mm -hmm. um, a friend of mine manages a pool and they've told me that they're, they're talking about having it open a weekend early because that's why not I mean yeah. this pool weather you got to open the pool right yeah so. that's what I'm saying and yeah. Friday will still be warm too in the upper 80s so heat and humidity on the rise at the end of this week so and the sun will be out too so right. sunscreens definitely a UV must. index going yes. up this time of the year yes. um, it's always it's a good point to bring up too as we get into Memorial Day weekend that's mm -hmm. kind of the official start of the UV index forecast that you see mm -hmm. on a lot of TV stations from meteorologists but just important to note that it, it's also, you know, for some people, for most people, this could be the first time that, you know, you've been outside exposed since directly last to summer. Sun, since last summer, right? It's been that long and you forget how quickly you can burn. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not about being, you know, toughened up to the sun or, you mm -hmm. know, getting a base tan. It, it's really about just forgetting how long it takes. And that's what usually le mm -hmm. leads to that first big burn, yeah. forgetting how long it takes and forgetting to reapply. I'm, I'm naturally a tan person <laughs> and I went to Florida about two weeks ago now with a whole bunch of my friends and I reapplied sunscreen every hour and I'm still peeling. Still so feeling it. still okay. feeling it. So my words of advice, right. please put on the sunscreen, stay hydrated, have that water bottle with you. And also, especially with hot temperatures, something else is making sure you're checking the back seat of your car for kids if you leave your pets in the back seat making sure that everybody's going inside with you because the car really does heat up during um the summer months i can especially feel that even though you know i get off work at noon my car heats up here in it the doesn't summer take in that very long no. and especially if it's sitting in a parking lot that's uncovered mm -hmm. and you have direct sunlight they, it did depending on the angle your car can heat up very quickly mm -hmm. it only takes about uh half hour to an hour for yep. the temperature really to just spike when you yeah. you know walk away from it so well we have a few more chances for showers over the next seven days nothing like the past 12 days should get a break so certainly <laughs> some nicer more enjoyable weather to go outside so thank you all so much for listening to this Wednesday edition of uh, Weatherwise. stay safe with the heat and humidity this weekend and next week maybe we'll touch on some Memorial Day climatology and get everybody excited to head to the beaches getting set for summer the unofficial yeah. start perfect well have a great week everybody